Hey guys, it's Pamela from SheHH Podcast and in today's episode, we will be speaking with Shireen. Shireen is a singer-songwriter from London who is known for mixing genres between Afrobeats, R&B and house. In this interview, you will get to know more about her songs, more about her and what she is passionate about. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at SheHH Podcast and get involved in the conversation. So hey Shireen, how are you doing? I'm so good. Thank you. As good as you can be in a Panadol, like, you know. <laughs> in a panoramic, it's true. In what, in a paracetamol? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us on the SheHH podcast today. If you could just introduce yourself in a couple of words to someone who maybe doesn't know about you, your music and about what you do. Hi guys, my name is Shireen. I like to say I do a bit of Christian R&B, a bit of electronic house, a bit of Afrobeats. If you wanted just to know about me and my music, that's what I do. I'm a singer songwriter. I'm in my mid twenties and coronavirus has stolen that away from me. So yeah. <laughs> we will not steal it from you in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. <laughs> oh my God. But anyone who listens to your music, definitely gets across from the lyrics that you love God, you're unapologetic about it, you're unashamed. You know, that's what we love, young people that are on fire for Jesus. Um, mm-hmm. And you deliver it in such a unique way. I like what you were saying about the genres that, you know, your music kind of touch. Yeah. Uh, can you just let us know what is the core message that generally goes through all those f- themes, um, different genres of music that you are making? Um, yeah, I would say overall, all of my music, it just touches on kind of, we are made in his image, like us and God, like that is really and truly it because in some of my future products to come is that I actually talk a lot more about life and life experience. Mm. So not only just about scriptures, because I love writing like songs straight from the Bible, literally word for word. Um, But I also want to talk about life. And so, and I want to talk about our relationship with God and our relationship with each other. So yeah, I would say all in all, like my music like the whole purpose of it is just the fact that we are made in his image Mm. like God is our creator so yeah I love that that's really real as well like I think it's interesting having both types of music music that's explicitly John 3 16 says and then also a bit more like everyday conversation everyday life so love that from you and excited for the new stuff to come um, I just wanted to ask about community as an artist. So obviously mm. you are a solo artist, but you do a lot of collaborations. You obviously have a lot of friends doing music as well. I just wanted to ask how important um, having artists always also on the same journey as you has been for you so far. Yeah, I think that's, it's been something that's been really pivotal um, because it gets lonely. I'll keep it a hundred. Life gets lonely in general, but also I think, for me specifically doing what the kind of music I'm doing and even specifically the type of genre that I'm doing even though my friends might do music and I might know other like musicians or like or other producers and people who are in the creative space they don't all necessarily do exactly what I'm doing mm-hmm. and so building a community within the the like a lot of them in the CHH community, the Christian hip hop community. A lot of my friends also kind of are in, you could say the more um, traditional UK gospel scene as well. So they lead praise and worship. Yeah. That's also been really pivotal because like, it's always amazing to have people you can relate to and relate with, even when like your friends and family don't. Um, and also they just help speak life into you, right? Mm-hmm. And breathe life into you because 
you know, like at the end of the day, you know, I, I always say I'm one of my biggest critics. <laughs> I'll be, I'm my biggest critic. Um, and so I always need people around me just to remind me of who God says I am, not yeah. what I say I am, or what other people say that I am. I need to be reminded of the truth, which is God's word. And so having a community is so pivotal. It's so, so pivotal. Um, 100%. I was just just going to touch on that. Um, You're based in London, um, which is kind of capital city of of England, the UK. Um, I want to ask about the UK gospel scene. You mentioned that some of your friends are in different genres, but are, you know, in the same scene as you. I wanted to see and ask how supported you feel in this UK gospel scene? Um, What could be done better, perhaps? Um, platforms and spaces that have given you that support and encouragement that you're about to sip tea okay let me go sip all of it (laughs) but let us listen about the gospel it's it's so interesting because I feel like I've heard there's been a lot of conversation as of late about the UK gospel scene especially on Clubhouse I don't know if you've been on Clubhouse I like if you've kind of been in any of the rooms there's been a lot of discussion and I also I'm quite I'm a very new artist I still see myself as a new artist I've only been making music for two years so a lot of the like the stronger like thick relationships or networking that people have done I'm still really kind of quite for me I feel like I'm quite early in that I'm still mm-hmm. meeting people I'm still connecting um and it's it's been very interesting because obviously there's the the beautiful side which I think is the fact that you know that we have one goal Mm. And one aim, which is to spread the gospel, the good news, you know, that the kingdom of, of, of God, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And that is our main aim. And that's what I love about it. However, it's, I feel like sometimes like people like just want to nitpick at things so unnecessarily, instead of building each other up and encouraging each other, I feel like there's a lot of kind of like, oh, the, the quality, the production's not good. People are always having these discussions and about you know how can we improve the UK gospel scene but it's I'm always like all of y'all are Debbie Downers like what like there's so much beautiful music out there to celebrate and it's grown and it's different you know Mm -hmm. over the years scenes have changed you know from from the the grime scene and the rap scene to even the praise of the worship scene to even now we have this emerging kind of afro swing like R&B scene that's really growing and flourishing like I feel like we have to allow each other that chance to make mistakes mm-hmm. and allow each other this the room to evolve and to grow and to sharpen each other and and also what and even though we it's you could say it's all UK gospel but we're also niche within the UK gospel scene and so what might work in the let's say the R&B Afro swing scene might not work in the drill and grime scene and might not work in the worship scene like there's different things I think that are kind of the, oh, you can be consistent with across the board mm. I feel like and there's so many platforms that are wanting to support people but obviously I, th- I think one of our main um hindrances is cash flow let me just talk about it let's talk about finances <laughs> finances and let me say something to people like there's a lot of funding out there first and foremost and it's just about doing your research and finding the different, you know, big kind of um, councils, whether it's kind of the uh, traditional art councils too. I know the Mobile Awards recently gave out grants, things for music to PRS. They're, they're like, there are big 
like companies and organizations that are actually giving money for musicians in general. Um, however, I would say within, like in-house, it's difficult, you know? It's like everybody loves doing things for free. Everyone wants you to do things for free, Makes you know, because we're, brothers and sisters, because we're brothers and sisters in Christ. But it's kind of like, should people be getting paid, you know, for, for that? These are the kind of topics of conversation, but these are people's livelihoods at the end of the day. This is my livelihood at the end of the day. Um, and so I think that's something that we, I feel like we need to get better at is, mm-hmm. is also investing in one another. You know, I think people feel like we have to, like, it has to come from a, a big organization, like a label. Like, oh, because there's no Christian label. We, there's no, no, it's like, sometimes it just simply just takes you investing in somebody else. Yeah. You seeing talent somewhere and being like, I just want to bless you 50 pounds because I believe in what you're doing. So many of my friends have done so many fundraisers and, you know, and, and, and and trying to organize things and, and it's difficult because we're all trying to kind of build some sort of momentum for what we're trying to do yeah. but if we supported one another even financially it would we'll get so far we'll get so much further than we are so that's that's all I'm going to speak on on that that's yeah, what that was real that was real I think what you said yeah. was 100% fair it wasn't like it was like a secret it's a lot of yeah. people in our UK gospel scene that have been experiencing and I'm sure yeah. it's definitely the same or similar in other countries yeah. with their gospel scenes um it's always going to be a case of like money and time and energy and all this stuff but at the yeah. end of the day if we all have the same goal of we're trying to bring the gospel through different mediums yeah. and genres then we should want unity as well so I appreciate everything 1000% 1000% and I, and I think that's something that we need to remember it's not a competition we all have the same goal and the same aim and I think that's the problem it is like when you have this competitive mentality because it's kind of like you end up trodding over your brothers and sisters instead of helping them up you know we are one body many parts you know what I need to do for the body of Christ is very different to what you and CHH have to do mm-hmm. for the body of Christ and we can still help each other and we can and it can be coming from a place, it should come from a place of love, shall I say. And and I feel like as well, there's a lot of, you know, keep 100, there's a lot of kind of, a lot of fakeness that doesn't necessarily need to be there. Just be real with it. Just keep it 100. Like, you know, if you ain't got the time or the energy, just say it. It's not kind of like, I'll get back to you. I'm not sure. Just be 100. It's kind of like, I would love to support this and that and the other, but actually, would would you be able to pay me to do this? free the realness i want to honestly guys if you're listening i want to i want you to feel free if you need the cash to do something ask for it guys for free look into my eyes i'm telling you be free ask and it shall be given there we go that's bible quit scripture quotes the script telling you straight telling you straight no you right you are 100 right and i think we are slowly getting towards um better I would say like from even just from the beginning of when we kind of joined this scene till now I've definitely even seen improvement a willingness to help other artists a willingness to share information so I'm excited to see what is going to happen in this space and I do believe it's for the better Um, so I just wanted to ask you about one of your tracks, um, Broken Hearts, was actually one of the tracks that introduced me to you, not gonna lie. Oh, wow. Yes, it was. It was. I knew it beforehand. I think I heard you on like some 
songs where you were just featured, not just featured, but featured. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was the first like solo of yours that I'd had heard, and I'd seen the music video, and that was actually when we had um, started the GHH Instagram. So yeah. you're one of the like music videos we first featured on there. Um, yeah, I saw that. Thank you, guys. <laughs> I appreciate the support. See that support, guys. It's not hard. I mean, honestly, before, I appreciate. Was, I appreciate it. That was before yeah. Instagram started taking down our music videos, and we had to stop putting full music videos on the channel. Oh, no, really. I mean copyright and that. So now we're now this is why we're trying to do a more collaboration with artists so that we can get permission yeah. to do stuff. But um yeah, yeah. either way, you know, Instagram being a hindrance for whatever. Um but yeah, Broken Hearts is one of the um one of your breakout songs that I really enjoyed, that a lot of people really resonated with. The music Thank video you. was absolutely stunning, and it was Thank an example you. to me of creativity in Christian music. Like it doesn't always have to be prayer hands, you're on you're on your knees, you know. Sometimes let's use different colours, different lights, different <laughs> <laughs> so, so for anyone who hasn't watched the music video obviously they'll go and watch it after this but let us know about the process of writing the song putting it together producing it creating it and then making the music video as well broken hearts was written um back in 2019 um but it was written when i was in uganda actually and um i started a little bit before but mainly the bulk of the song was written when i went out to uganda to um visit my family out there and a couple years ago is like i think back in 2017 um uh 2016 or 17 I can't remember like the years have passed but I've a very good friend of mine passed away and it was that year that I realized I'd not dealt with her death like I'd not grieved properly and then even earlier on in 2019 um uh like she was she was not my personal grandmother not my grandmother but she was like my friend's grandmother but she essentially raised us and looked after us in like a community setting and I realized that year that I was grieving a lot I was grieving a lot and I was broken and um and literally the the, me- the main melody like of the verses kind of like which is kind of like this miracle I'm waiting on a miracle like healing lord like it just took me back to the places of 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 when those instances happen mm-hmm. that like when you lose somebody and I, I know we can all relate because we've either lost someone in this time or we've known people have lost people and you're like this is a prank like this is not real life you're like you're waiting on a miracle. You're waiting for something at the last, for God to come through at the last minute. That's basically what you're waiting for, for God to come through at the last minute. You're, you're, you've heard the news that someone's passed and you're just like, no, this, this is not it. God, this cannot be the final say. This is not it. And that's basically how Broken Heart started. It was just like, God, this can't be the final say, even though it's been years past, years since my friend passed, sorry. And it's been months since my, what felt like my grandmother passed. Like, this can't be it. This can't be it. And so that's where I went to that place. And then I was in Uganda and I was at my godparents' house. And being in Africa, what happened? The electricity went out. I said, Well, I was like, what am I gonna do? Because I was at that point I was watching Netflix, just chilling, and they have they had a piano. So I went to the piano and I just wrote this song. Wow. And yeah, and, and in that period, I was reading a lot of Psalms as well. So um, I, I believe it's Psalms 139, which talks about kind of God being close to the broken hearted. Mm. Um, and that was what had kind of sustained me in that period as well. And 
and and also so in that season I took some time off work and I started counseling and then that's where the kind of the whole theme of the music video shoot the actual kind of direction of it basically being like a therapy session like a counseling session of kind of me talking to myself being like Listen, I'm waiting for miracles. I'm waiting for healing, signs and wonders, you know. I'm ready to receive all things I believe for. Like, God, I've like I've done this in your name. I've done that in your name. But still, there's just been disappointment. Mm. And where do you, where do broken hearts go? Because I'm asking, I remember like being in my counsel sessions, asking my counselor questions, and then she'd kind of ask me questions back. And I'm like, you're meant to be giving me solutions. Like, what's I said, what is this? Like, what's going on? And it's a thing of where I'm asking myself questions expecting God to answer me back but truth be told sometimes God does not verbally answer us back he doesn't or doesn't answer us back in the way that we expect him to mm-hmm. you know and that's what I wanted this song to be I didn't want to write a song that gave everybody the answer because sometimes we don't have a tangible answer mm-hmm. sometimes there isn't a tangible answer we have to go and find that answer and seek it for ourselves and take that time to get to know God, find out who he is for ourselves. Mm. And that was one of the reasons why I didn't technically give a solution in the song. Yeah. If, you, if, you actually, if you actually listen to the lyrics, like kind of like, yes, God, like you drive my tears and I rejoice, but like, and I would, but I will kind of start to talk about scriptures about, you know, remembering God brings dead things to life, but it's not mm. always dead people that God brings to life. It can be our own ourselves, you know, you know, and I felt like I lost myself in that period, but I was reminded of who I was by taking my time to go back to his word. So that's kind of like where I was, that was like my headspace with that song is kind of, I know people will relate to this song, but I don't want to give you guys the answer. I want you to feel inspired to go in your own space to find the answer for yourself in that place, in that space or place of brokenness, of, of disappointment, of, of shame, of guilt, of whatever you're feeling. Mm. I want you to partner with God to help you resolve those things that you're having. That's literally so beautiful. And it's yeah. interesting that you're having this like process of a really sad situation, trying to mentally process it processing it with yourself hence you being the counsellor for yourself in that video but then the actual beat and genre and sound of the, of the music <laughs> is very like happy and rejoicing that I think that's one of the things that attracted me to the song because it's like the song's called Broken Hearts so I was expecting one ballad one ballad like Adele said, when did you stand to the way do broken hearts go <laughs> <laughs> if there wasn't if there wasn't any like wind machine and your clothes will flare that's what I expected <laughs> but it was so like, fun and young and just like it was real. It was like, you know, when after yeah. a breakup and you're trying to tell yourself, yeah. oh, well, let's go, we bounce back. That's what it felt yeah. like. I think it's interesting yeah. because of your artistic style and your and genres of music. It works so well and it shouldn't, but yeah. it does. So I love Yeah, that. yeah. Yeah, so honestly, so with um with the actual genre of it being garage, because I love garage, I grew up on a lot of garage tunes, um, flowers, so many of them kind of I'll bring you flowers in the fall. There's so many old school bangers, yeah, that I just grew up on, especially growing up in London. But I knew that I've always wanted to do a garage track. Like house, like I said earlier, is one of like the, the genres that you'll forever hear from me. At least once a year, I'll release a little two-step a little one, like two-step bop. <laughs> um, however, it's a thing of what I, I kind of realised with a lot of house songs are actually very deep. When you when you take your time to actually listen to them, like, for example, a, most, a really popular one is Battle 
by um by Waki like Governor B sampled it um the um House Gospel Choir they they've sung it as well so many people have and when you actually listen to lyrics it's very deep but it's it hits you in the heart in the chest because the beat is just in a madness and so that's what I wanted I wanted it to hit you in your chest not only just lyrically but also the beat as well I wanted you to kind of like you you feel like you have to nod your head a little bit and screw, you start to pay a bit more. A little bit as well. Yes, you little screw for little, and it's not in the sky, and you're like, "What's this?" And so it's a thing of where, like, you're you're forced to listen to it even more mm-hmm. because you're so intrigued by what's happening with the beat and the rhythm. You're like, "Nah, this is not this any song." So yeah, and and also when it comes to with Christian music, I've always wanted us to to switch it up, do something a bit different, do something unusual, and yeah, that's how we got end up with a garage beat. <laughs> it's interesting you say that because I'm reminded of a tweet and I thought you definitely saw this because I'm sure it was from you I saw it but um someone said that Shireen's the queen of Unt's music shout to you Kalechi yeah 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 the queen of Unt's Unt's gospel yeah yeah what else can you do take it take your crown take it it's yours let me wear it I'm I'm excited for at least if it's once a year, that once a year gospel, yeah. marriage, you know, house, whatever you want to call it, music. I'm waiting for it every year on, on, on schedule and on schedule. <laughs> <laughs> but even yes. in genres, we're now going to talk about your kind of Afrobeats um, tunes and the fact yeah. that you do a lot of like cross-continental collaboration. We're yes. all about collaboration here at CHH and we always champion it we always support it one of like your biggest songs that a lot of people listening to this will know you from is by my side of course yes um featuring marizu who's one of my faves anti-bad um i wanted to just hear about the process of writing that process of creating that um, it's cross-continental because i think they're both in nigeria so yeah yeah let us know the process of that and how 2020 as a year let's let's Mm. by my side to 2020 as a year yeah 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 um so let me start with so i just dropped so this is let's go back 2019 right i just dropped my ep called beautiful savior and so this is a project um that i I spent time working on and then about a couple a week later maybe two weeks later i get a dm from this man called T-Babs. And I was like, okay. And because bear in mind, I always say to people, when it comes to me and how I entered into music, it was not by my own default. Let me tell you that. So I, I didn't really, I didn't know anybody. Truth, I didn't know anyone. So, and I didn't even know a lot of the music that was out there. Like the music that I did know was because I followed, you know, like platforms like Shout to Tep, Bless Music, Derek Gospel Hydration. I was following those platforms. That's how I was getting to kind of know what was current, what's out there. Mm. But I didn't actually know a lot of these artists like personally um so t-babs dms me being like i love your project love your voice do, 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 do. would like to collaborate and i'm thinking okay mr t-babs like, <laughs> like thank you like i i generally didn't had no clue of of, of really what he, of who he was but then i listened to some of his tunes that he had produced for other people and at that time i was obsessed with angelo i saw like adlet that's my G. Like, I, I, I honestly, I love him. And so, like, he I, like he produced some of Angelo's tracks. So when I, I when I was actually doing my homework, I said, this guy's legit. This guy, this T-Bab, I said, T-Bab, sign me up. Let's go. And he was just like, yeah. So he sent me the beat. And then I said, oh, my gosh, I've never written an Afrobeat song in my life. I said, I said this bit of a sticky one still. <laughs> this is a bit of a sticky one still because I'd never in my life written an Afrobeat song. Like, 
I, I, I wrote songs when I was in school. I started to write properly, like seriously in my 20s, by the way. Mm. It wasn't a thing. I've always been a songwriter. I've always been a poet. It's, I wrote poetry in English because we were forced to. It was part of the syllabus. <laughs> like, like and, and so it's a thing of where I was just like, oh my gosh, what have I done? What have I signed myself up for? Like, this is so unexpected. Mm. And so this guy was messaging me, how's the song going? I'm like, it's going great. I, have, I don't even have a line. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a line. So I started asking him questions. What do you want the song to be about? There's like being close to God, God being by my side. And he's just like, yeah, I've got a melody for this kind of like, this kind of like chorusy thing. Like, oh, it's going to be by my side. I said, mm, by my side, God being by my side. I said, okay, let's go. And then the song came. And then he was just, I think it'd be great to have Marizu on the track. Again, I had no idea who Marizu was. Did my lot of research. I found Chosen. I said, hmm. This song slaps because at that time as well, he didn't really have music, music out on out. Spotify. Um, yeah. yeah, all his music was on YouTube. So I was thinking, this guy is dope. Why is he so underground? Like, what? He's like, obviously, at that point, he's had like millions of like views on YouTube, but still, I was just like, you need to be on the platforms. What? Like, and then that's basically how the whole collaboration happened. But it was a lot of voice notes, a lot of kind of WhatsApp messages, a lot of emailing and back and forth, changing. Um, but like, yeah, it was so funny because I really struggled with that. Like the fact that it's got all those listens. Ah, guys, I struggled. That song, one of the hardest songs I've ever written in my life. One of the hardest. And it's not because of lyrically it was difficult, but it's because in my mind, I was just like, I don't know how to ride this beat. Mm. I don't know how to sit on it and so what helps me with what I do with a lot of media especially if producers approach me um because 95% of my songs the beats come from stuff I've already done either demos or because I play the piano a bit so it's developed that way Mm. but this is a deconstruction I had to break it down and then build it up again um so that helped me as well with the writing process was just like you know what Shireen let's get back to who how you usually write music which is just me and my piano. I always do it simple. It's me and the piano, keyboard, whatever you want to call it. And then I go from there. So yeah, that's how it all came about. <laughs> yeah, and then you now, well, quite recently released um, Only You with 24 Elders. That's, so that's yes. also Afrobeat. So I'm like, okay, well, we saw by my side and you were like, yeah, that worked. So let's keep going. And now we're getting a lot yeah, more yeah. kind of vibes. In the yeah. Because like, I think for me, it's like, it's Afrobeats is definitely something I'm always going to want to feature on. Whether I'll do an, a, a full Afrobeats project myself, I don't know. Mm. Um, But I love, I think, featuring because like, honestly, like a lot of those artists based like, in not only just in, in Nigeria, but I've, I've also spoken to a lot of like Ugandan artists, a lot of artists from Ghana, Kenya, like they're just such amazing people. And I think it's amazing that, you know, they're just keeping like the music authentic, mm-hmm. but also the, the gospel messages in there, you know, is in there. There's so many of those amazing artists. So check them out, guys. Take your time, listen to yeah. them. I know you guys have had like Sally on here as well. I like that you you said um, Ugandan artists because obviously you are from Uganda and we get yeah. a little bit of that with um, one of your songs. I, I hope I didn't say this wrong. Say, San, San, Sanyuka. That's right. Sanyuka. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I said it right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very worried there. Um, and you actually sing bits of it in your native language in the song, which I love is keeping it authentic. Yeah. No everyday English, you know, sometimes praise God in other languages. <laughs> Okay. It's true, it's true, it's true, it's true. <laughs> Tell us about putting um your culture into your music. Obviously, you grew up in London where there's so many different cultures, but mm. actually put something that's about home is really yes. personal. So just let us know about that journey. 
Oh gosh, so for me, I've always loved like Afro House. So Afro House is very like, like it's one of them, like the biggest genres in Africa and also really big genre in like Southern and East Africa. And so I kind of, I always knew as well that I was and, like, it's still within that house realm that I want to do like an Afro House kind of track. And so when um, another, a producer again from Nigeria is called Omeza, he sent me this beat. I said, okay, I need to take this one home. I need to take it home, make it me, and just dedicate it to my people, but also just also just uplift everybody, you know, and tell a story through this song. Because one thing I love about the genre of Afro house is when you actually listen to it, even though 99% of the time, I don't know what they're saying, because it's not in, it's not in a language that I know or speak. However, musically, it goes on the journey. Like every verse, every chorus, every phrase, it tends to be different. Mm-hmm. It's not like a modern pop song formula where you have verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge. And then the chorus again, they have like quite a different like kind of style in which they write. It's very storytelling, mm-hmm. like, and you hear it in in the singer's voice, you hear it in the beat, like it takes us on a journey, you know? And that's why I wanted to write a song that took us on a journey. And in the end, we arrive where we speak in my native tongue, like Sanyuka Bulijo Bukamawange Volunji. And that just basically means like rejoice always because God only God is good, basically. Beautiful. So, I love yeah. that. And even like you're just translating it now, but yeah. you actually um, put a video up on your Instagram, like yes. the journey of it, of like making it, writing it. Obviously, you have Dave Creates on the song. Yes, um, yes, yes. So, my G, Dave Creates. Shout out to Dave Creates. Great guy, great guy, great guy. He features, he features everyone's track, man. This guy is everywhere. He's everywhere. Everywhere. A little side note, because this is obviously for women, but one great thing about Dave Creates is he's one of those artists who don't reserve their good like verses for just their music. His verses and his features are as legit and amazing as his own music. And I think that's honestly Honestly, everybody everybody take notes. Get your pen and paper for, for Dave. And just, just watch and listen to Dave Creates because let me tell you, like what he said is so critical. And I was talking to another one of my friends who does rap. He's called Michael Persona as well. He's amazing. And um, I always like to him, what is so important as an artist and also when you're featuring in someone's track is you have to bring your best to that song and to that track. Don't just preserve it for your songs and your songs alone because people will find you they might all like on those other tracks, the, the first time they might meet you, experience you is on someone else's track. So you you have to come a hundred, you have to come correct. And Dave always comes correct on every single track. That's why he's on everyone's track. That is legit probably why he's on everyone's track because he always comes correct. Always, always, always. Okay, so, now yeah, we're back to here's your accolades <laughs> because um but yeah like he's great but like bringing it back to women um and to the this track um I love that you did this little vlog explaining like behind the scenes of you building each layer um of the song and then you like released it like 
a while after the music had settled in people's minds. So by that point, people knew the song and now they're watching how what they have known to love came to be. So what was the like yeah. idea behind that? And why did you like wait until releasing the kind of vlog behind the scene thing? Yeah. So you know what's so funny was that I recorded all that footage just to send to Dave. It was a thing of where, because it was again, a collaborative process. And I think, but we started writing it before the pandemic um happened it was just more kind of because I was just like you know what like let me just send you videos and then you can just get back to me as to like how how you think this sounds what you need I need to change and he and he actually would give me feedback and stuff but that's literally how the footage happened I was thinking that's it Tim should I do like a vlog like just to put it together and I was like yeah but then and then the song came out and then the like the pan then the pan no the pandemic hit and I was just like oh this is long. Like I could, and I started editing it a bit, but I didn't, I didn't like it. Like it wasn't like as put together as I wanted it to then release the song and I kind of left it, left it. And then I was coming towards Christmas and I was like, you know what, Shireen, let's just do it. Be brave, be brave. So I help, I help my girl, um, Abigail Hitamana and she's an amazing video editor. Um, and she edited it and we released it. So yeah, I had no intention to release it so late. Um, I wanted to release it actually straight after the single, but it just worked out. And, and, and one thing that's important for me, even with all of my singles is you, it's important to release consistently, but you also want to leave songs ingrained in people's minds. You need to reload it and remind them, by the way, I hope y'all haven't forgotten. I hope you guys have not forgotten about this song because it's still alive and kicking. Thank you very much. And I think that's what that vlog just enabled people to do, just to bring it back into their system. To be like, even though it was released in the summer, big, big summer vibe, at that point, and, and in the UK, we were just released from lockdown one. So we could have a little small, small, small shake body, shake leg, all of that good stuff in the park, social distancing. But... <laughs> Um, but like, I wanted just to bring it back into people's system. So yeah, and I think you achieved what you went out and um, you set out for for sure. Um, and yeah, like you said, it kind of reloads it. People come back. Oh yeah, well this tune was lit. Well, let's see what she's got next, and people stay on with it. So respect that. That's good marketing, even though it wasn't planned. But you know, <laughs> God works all things. Amen. All things. I'm telling you, amen and amen. <laughs> So just before we started recording, we were talking about the fact that you are doing your master's at the moment and you're also yes. working and you're also an artist. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot of things. It's a lot um, of things. It's a lot of things. I do not envy people that are having to study during this period, like doing um, yeah. uni or doing education or anything during a pandemic. It's yeah. very difficult. But I just want to know, like... What's your experience been so far and how have you kind of been keeping yourself uplifted? Because we're really in a panoramic. We are. We're in a panoramic. Let me tell you, girl, we're in the pan chatter. Like, this is just, it's a lot. It's a lot of things. Um, I would say for me, like, it's been very up and down. You know, we have our, our good days, our bad days. We, like, I've got this where I feel really super motivated to get my coursework done, all of that stuff. Listen to my lectures, all of that good stuff. And I have days where I just want to lie in bed <laughs> and do nothing and just Netflix and eat to my heart's content. And I think it's just one thing I've learned is learning yourself. It's so important to learn yourself and to know your habits. And one thing that I'm trying to do now, I'm still working on it, is formulating a routine, getting stuff like just doing stuff in the day that will just help you. Just keep you going. You know, you know, you wake up, have breakfast at a certain time, mm. you do your task, 
you know, you have lunch, like there's little things like that just keep you going. And I would say one thing as well is like, I really, really, I'm so grateful for like that have really kept me going in this time with my friends. Mm. Like I love, some people hate it. Like I love phone calls. I do. I do. I actually, like guys, this is going to be controversial. I really like Zoom. I swear to God, like I'm on Zoom all the time. But like the phone calls are not a regular thing for anymore because I'm just like, yeah, guys, phone call or Zoom. I'm like, I always bring <laughs> Yeah, like I Zoom my friends. People just Zoom for meetings. I Zoom, I Zoom my friends. My friends will tell you, I Zoom them. I Zoom them because I want to see their face. Like me and my girls, they were on Zoom for like five hours, just chatting, like aunties, that like, chatting, discussing live, just we having our, it was really cute having our dinners together. Like it was just like, those are the sorts of things that have kept me going. Mm. It's been a struggle, do you know what I mean? A lot of us are wearing many different hats, you know, all the time. Um, but I honestly just kind of just give it to God and I also give myself the grace of when I don't get it right, you know? There'll be moments where, you know, I feel like I'm not giving my 100% at work or I've not given my 100% with my degree or something like that. But I just have to just go back, reset, and then you start again. Like every every new day is a new opportunity to try again. That's basically it. And I feel like in this season, we have to make ourselves allowances for that, you know, and it's kind of, and also just communicating and being transparent with my friends and my family when Mm. I'm just, I'm having a mare. (laughs) When I'm just having a mental mare, it happens, it happens. Mm. I love that. I mean, the whole Zoom thing, I'm like, hmm. But at the same time, like, that's And I'm glad glad that you have that encouragement during this period as well. Like, even, it's not easy. So just having those people that you can quickly be like, hey, I know you're probably, like, drinking tea, but let's drink tea on Zoom together. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm the same, just not the same, because I don't like phone calls. But I like like voice notes. I'll send voice notes. Yeah. Of course. Oh, no, you're a podcaster. That's why. That's why. It makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. You're the kind of person, permanent voice notes. No, because the part that is with those long voice notes is I've got to now come and get pen and paper and take notes. You just, you just type, you start typing messages as you go along. It's like a, it's like, and like a live, live commentary. I know I do that now, but I, but it's long. This is a podcast. This is this I mean, is an album. Music. You've you've given me a seven track album. That's what you've given me. You've given <laughs> you me considerate. So I say, okay, quickly go and grab a snack, grab a cup of tea, you know, maybe while the kettle is boiling. I'm always considerate. I'm like, hey, while you're waiting for that YouTube video to upload or you're waiting for your food to re rewarm, I'm I'm considering you. I'm giving you something to do. Do you know what I mean? It's the support. Yeah. That's how I justify it. But anyway, it, that's my it's, no no it's a no from me. It's a no. I was going to move on to your social media because, girl, I follow you. Um, we follow each other. And you're, <laughs> really, um, you're already laughing because you know where this is going. But you're, 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 oh, you're very known as um, an interesting character on Instagram and Twitter. You're, you're, you have your personality, yeah. let's say. You're, you are, you are yeah. personable, let's say. Um, and <laughs> A lot of times your tweets are on my timeline or they're retweeted on my timeline because you've said something hilarious or your stories, people are screenshotting it and being like, have you guys seen Shireen's uh, story? <laughs> that warms that my heart because I'm like, social media shouldn't be taken too seriously. So I enjoy when people are fun on there. So this yeah. is kind of about your brand 
as like an artist mm. and then just you as a person, which seems to yeah. be very similar. But can you let us know about how you navigate just being a young woman, a young 20-something woman online and being an artist who's having to also establish herself and make sure that she's taken seriously as well there? So big question yeah. about social media. So I, I think for me, when it comes to, I would say like me on social media is I just, I, I believe in free the realness, just kind of, I just keep it 100 just in life and in general, because there's so much going on in life that I don't want to come and give you the people scripture. If I've not even read the scripture myself, how can I be a person an advocate for something if I don't live and breathe by it? And so I free the realness so people know this is what I'm living and breathing by, the good, the bad and the ugly, you know, so they know that I'm a human being. You know, people can hear your songs or and listen to you and they see your pictures online and they think your life is perfect. My life is far from perfect. You know, I have my flaws just like anybody else. But I think what's important for me and my brand is like, as much as I'm Shireen the artist, it's like, I still, it sounds really weird to say, but I still want to be seen as the girl who is your next door neighbor, the girl who you sat next to in a lecture, the girl who leads worship at your church, the girl who you, you bumped into at the train station. I'm, I'm your everyday girl. And I think that is part of my brand is that I'm just the everyday girl, you know? in life you know and it's and that's what I try to get across in my social media it's not kind of like I'm this kind of amazing beautiful like sleek artist who is just like tucked away and untouchable in a corner I want you to feel like you can dm me Mm. and message me and tell me your story and I'll tell you mine that is it's part of the brand it's 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 intentional it's not a thing of where so I was just going to say, are you, I was going to ask you, was that intentional about having that approachability or was it just like, this is who I am, so might as well extend it to social media? It's, it's, it's a combination of both. It is intentional because like, and people like they, they comment stuff and, and I reply back or they message me or they tag me and I'm like, thank you so much. And they're like, oh my God, you replied. And I'm like, yes, because that's not what people do. No. Okay. Like, I, I just, I want to have that approachability and I, I want people to be able to relate and see, if not themselves or someone they know in me, you know, when people come and, oh my gosh, she reminds me so much of you. I'm like, I love that. I love that because I am somebody's sister. I'm somebody's daughter. I'm somebody's friend. So why not be yours? Mm. oh that's so nice no I, I love that and I think that's something to take away for future artists who are like I need to create this persona who I'm going to be like on social or who I'm going to be representing where it's like mm. or you could just be a very real person because people are always attracted to authenticity so here for yeah. it so here for it yeah but at the end of the day I'm also don't get twisted honey I'm still very private Ooh. Like <laughs> I'll spill tea, but not all. I won't spill the whole the whole bottle of milk. Like there's the, like I also there's still some there's still things I I keep very close to my chest and for my close friends and family, my inner circle. And I think that's also important. You have to know what that line is. There's still a boundary, mm-hmm. even with social media. Like you know, it's 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 amazing to involve people in your life, but they don't need to know everything. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's just kind of like figuring out what does transparency look like for you and that's something that I've figured out and I know what it looks like you know 
So that's something that's also, I, I do believe is important because social media is not our, our whole lives as well, by the way. Like I didn't sign up to start vlogging my life on YouTube. That's, this is not it. This is not a, a Keeping Up With Shireen TV show. So don't get twisted. Like, <laughs> so yeah. I'm so here for your extraness. It's hilarious. I mean, be like, Keeping Up With Shireen. It's true though. And I, I love yeah. that you understood that boundary because it's definitely something that new artists or women yeah. people in general take a while to kind of mm, get yeah. um and even speaking of new artists who are like launching mm. their careers especially in the christian space um i kind of want you to give encouragement i think you've spoke you said that you've only really been on it in this scene for like two years um what would you say to someone who's really wanting to really desires to release music feels like they've been called to it but it's hesitant for whatever reason what advice would you give them to push through that and to get started number one is always remember your why like why are you doing this what is the reason what is it for because i'm gonna keep on like keep it honest like you singing in a church could be enough what is your why? What is your reason? Or it's not only just for, for, for singers. It's like, even if as, as an artist, that like you making those lovely Christmas cards might be enough. You know, like, what is your why to do what you're doing? And I think a lot of the time we sell ourselves this dream is to, because I want to impact the world. I want to make a difference. I want to, you know, change lives. It's like, yeah, you can change the lives of those around you. Mm. It's about understanding and knowing what your why is and that is what will help you we all think that we have this grand purpose that goes from here to China (laughs) but sometimes it is it is local you know and there's beauty in that so number one is knowing what your why is what is your why when it comes to let's say this specific like you know art form that you feel like you want to pursue further like what is it that drives you to do that the second one is start with what you have use what you have I think I said it in my vlog as well it's the thing of where I think it's so easy for us to feel like I don't know any producers I'll, I'll, I'll talk to musicians specifically I don't know any producers you know I don't play an instrument I don't have the the finances to to get my song mixed and mastered or to get a singing teacher or I'm not very good at songwriting. Use what you have and start from there. Faith plus works will make magic happen. Magic will happen. Things will happen. And it's the thing of where you just, you'll start to grow, start to network, meet people, speak to people in your circle, people in your sphere, use what you have. And for me, that's what I did. Like I partnered with with people in my circle to create a lot of these songs and bangers that you hear. There weren't some foreign person who had no idea who they were. They're people that I know or have gotten to know over a period of time. So use the resources around you because we are surrounded by so many gifted and talented people. You don't have to go and DM DJ Khaled to, to make your beat. You, like, he doesn't need to do it. Eric down the road will do a fantastic job. Just saying, just saying. Keep it at 100, keep it at 100. Um, so yeah, so know your why, you know, um, use resources around you. And the last thing that I would say is kind of like, is keep the faith. Mm keep the faith like there's some of the things I can say but I'll keep it simple just like just keep believing you know never give up because there'll be moments I think we've all we've all gone through periods where we have been disappointed even in this this short music journey that I've been on I've had my moments of disappointment where things that I thought were gonna fall were gonna go forth were gonna go through fell through basically like I thought I was gonna do big things and it didn't work out we've all been there you know um 
but you just have to keep the faith and keep believing and trust God. Definitely. So yeah, keep that simple. Yeah. No, keep it simple, but it's it's very much the reality of what needs to be heard and experienced. Yeah. So thank you for sharing that. Um, I just wanted to ask, like, I mean, we've spoken about this at length in this interview about different genres that you've touched so far in just the two years. Like when someone says, oh, what genre, Shireen? You can't just be like, does this because you've done so much yeah. I love that and it's worked so well for you where people aren't lost in the fact that sometimes it's a garage house beat sometimes it's a afro beat so whatever yeah yeah um and I love that my question is again for new artists or people that are kind of in the industry how do you find that unique sound without me doing zigzag zigzag confusing people because they were like I thought you were a praise and worship artist now yeah. you're doing so what, what yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. How, would you, how would you say you found your sound and how could they do that as well yeah wow I love this question so much because um it's I know for a lot of people they struggle with it because a lot of, I know a lot of my friends they started actually by doing covers so they might be covering worship songs or Christian songs and then they're doing their own and people are like but we liked it when you were singing Chum the Moor we liked it when you were singing Tasha Cobbs but now you want to come and do you know one two one two shake your body for Jesus like what like so I think it's um it's important for you to know it's it's actually a journey so for me personally like I've, I've I'm still evolving I'm still finding my sound if that makes sense every every single kind of song every kind of moment it's like I'm chipping away and refining and I, I feel like now I have a very good understanding of what I am what I'm doing but I wait for for more music to come out this year for you guys to to have a listen to it and hear it um <laughs> but um I would say what helps is kind of making sure that whatever you do suits your voice mm. I think from a musical standpoint I think you, you might hear music that you like but it might not be music that is for you and that's a harsh reality you know I know that I love <laughs> Jasmine Sullivan, listen, her voice is beautiful, but I can't, guys, I can't sing like her. I just can't do it. I just can't. I just can't. I just can't. Got a key for 100. I can't. When I listen to Stephanie Gretzinger and the rooms are shaking, I can't. I can't be as soft and pure as she can. I can't. My my voice is is, is heavy. It's weighty. You know, my voice has weight to it. I can't be as thin and light as light as a feather as 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 her voice. I can't. So you you have to be have that self awareness of yourself, and knowing what you have the ability to do and what you can't. Know what your limitations are. You will you'll you kind of you'll you'll find it in a way that it will be music that you love and naturally comes out of you. You don't have to force it. You don't have to try and sound like whoever yeah. next to you. You just yeah, it pulls out of you. I love that. That sounds that sounds like what you're doing. Um, and mm. you hinted very nicely. I was going to say very lightly, but it wasn't. You were like, I'll wait for you guys to hear the next music. So not quite a yeah, yeah. Okay. But you hinted yeah. at like new music coming out this year, 2021, but also just like things that we'll hear from you. Um, yes. What can we expect from you? Like you don't have to hint, drop no names or dates or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What can we expect from you this coming year? And where can we keep up with what you're doing? Yeah, definitely. Um, I would say definitely more house is coming from me this year. It's 2021, a new year, some new house music, yes. 
Um, and I would say some, I would just say it's let's simple like this, more R&B vibes, definitely more R&B vibes. I think my first project, Beautiful Saviour, was R&B vibes. One of my favorite singles, Dreams, with my sis Asha, Asha Elia, shout out to you, love you sis. That's where R&B vibes is, is so the next body of work is going to be heavy on that um, because that's definitely like I would say my main sound is that it's just like I've had the opportunity and privilege to work with other artists hence why like the genres have varied um, but I would say me as Shireen it is definitely definitely R&B so I'm excited to go deeper into that um, genre so yeah I would say that definitely and guys I can't lie this next project we're gonna get real we're gonna get real we're gonna get real yes i am ready we are ready yes. i'm excited i'm guessing we can keep up with your socials do you want to plug yourself and let us know where yes. they are yes you can find me on instagram twitter and facebook um at shireen official so shireen is spelled s-h-a-r-y-n and then the word official so at shireen official that's instagram facebook and um twitter i am not on tiktok i feel like i technically am but i'm not a tiktok babe you know maybe 2021 who knows maybe seven streams maybe. Maybe. that might be your next thing you never know that might be it i might but i have to practice my it's just too much there's too much like it's like woo, like i can't like there's just a, there's there's a lot of moves a lot of memory and i just can't i can't i can't so but who knows who knows, knows who knows thank you so much for spending time talking to us on the shh podcast shireen honestly we appreciate it so much and i know that people listening to this have laughed they maybe shed one two two tears and they've really related to yeah. you speaking the truth so thank you for your time thank you so much for having me it's been a pleasure hi guys i hope you enjoyed that episode if you did make sure to leave a like rating wherever you're listening to this and to follow us on instagram at she podcast